yeah. So, uh, fuck, it threw me off my game now. You got this. All right. Uh, well, welcome to uh, episode six of the Think Twice Cut Ones podcast. We got Matt Fabby and yeah. Uh, yeah. Luke Mead. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's kind of fun. So yeah. Luke is our uh, kick-ass inventory manager here at CRK um, and all around just general man's man. <laughs> yeah, if we have beard questions or how to do man things questions, he's kind of one of our first go-tos in our peer group. And beard or beer. If he can't figure it out, then we've got a bunch of other old dudes here that are equally bearded and buff yeah. that we talk to. But uh, I don't know about buff, you know. I've just, got some, you know, dad strength. But uh, Yeah, <laughs> there's the dad strength in a dad bod. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is, uh, this is, this body's not built for speed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> High strength, low drag. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's winter here in some, Idaho. Some it gets drag. cold. You know, yeah. you gotta you gotta stay warm somehow. When you're out there hunting bear, you gotta be like the bear. Exactly. You know, have exactly. a little uh, extra pad in there. But I mean, on this topic, it's always worth mentioning. This isn't really an official Chris Reeves podcast. Yeah. But the people that we're gonna have on here, the things that we talk about, are generally surrounding this brand because it is our our day job and our our lives. But the uh, opinions expressed here are not the opinions of the company. And uh, yeah. now we can say whatever we want without getting in real trouble. It's unofficial. An unofficial, not official, Chris Reeves. You basically have just learned that when you say things podcast. under the official guise of a company, <laughs> you can get in hot water, Apparently. even if you don't try to. So we learned that lesson once, real good, and now we don't do that anymore. So, so the thing twice we're going to ask Luke about stuff, talk? about knives and things that we do, and we might talk about the company again, but uh, there's a scoop. That's a scoop there. Not that we've gotten any hot water yet, but we just wanted, might as well stay. Yeah, stay. avoid the hot water. Yeah. Litigation all the time. Yeah. Litigation minimized. Right because there. our lives are complicated enough. Yeah. yeah, we don't need any heavyweight people suing us for anything. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> heavyweight, just or lightweight people, whoever. The point is, anybody for that person. matter. Yeah, <laughs> anybody with the ability. Whatever person you want. We don't want anyone. So we finally got um, in one. Well, since our last last episode, which is awesome, we. We're out in New York with the Knife Nuts guys, which is really fun. That was such a f- hilarious, broody episode. The the visuals were very broody. It's like <laughs> almost penthouse on the twenty third floor of twenty three, mm-hmm. and look at the Empire State Building in the background. It's pretty cool. It did look pretty cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, They're hilarious guys, both Dave and Levon. I mean, the other you know, other guys in the basically Tim like sprawled cool out in a bed, sipping white wine. Yeah, just batting his eyelashes <laughs> at those guys, and keep they were keeping my boots off. They were eating it up. It was great. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah. No, that was fun, man. Those guys are. Awesome. Of course, we listen fun to their show. podcast a bunch, and then yeah. just good, fun people to hang out and talk to, for sure. So since then, we've gotten two emails to the Think Twice Cut Once podcast email, uh, which, which is, is Think Twice Cut Once podcast at gmail.com. Right? Did I say that wrong? No, no. You oh. did it. I'm just giving okay. the, the full Yeah, thing. he's just yeah. Letting, letting our listeners Expanding know. Expanding on it. Yeah. Let it breathe a little. Yeah, yeah. So to our two listeners, So that's 200% emails. more emails than we got between episodes four and five. Be careful what you wish for, man. We don't... Have a lot of time for. I mean, we'd love to hear from you guys. <laughs> yeah, careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah. So Matt yeah. is has actually taken over the uh, the official inbox uh, for the for the most part. I mean, I'm checking in stuff. But, I've got uh, it set up like a person that emails back. You know, it's kind of yeah. cool. As <laughs> opposed to like, I am a 65 year old man emailer. Can you type? I don't use I all caps though. No, that's that good. Is yeah. one no, thing. then like, you're a 64 year old man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's funny because I like I'm I'm <laughs> really great at emails in my professional life, but as both of you know, when it comes to cell phone communications mm. or email communications in my it's private awful, life, awful. I might as well be 90. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of the other it's day okay. Luke was like after 5:30, I just don't even bother texting Matt. He's like, I'll just I'll talk to him the next day. 
Well, I think that's fair. Yeah, hundred percent. That's fine. I mean that. No, no offense. No offense. But this is, uh, you know, what maybe ten years of history of yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know how this works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just you know you you f- you figure out what someone does and their quirks and their ways, man. Yeah, you just roll with them. Yeah, no like deal. last night, I didn't expect to get a text back. Oh, I was I was man. What time did That's the text it. even come through? Because they texted. Oh, asking, I texted like, like hey. nine thirty. Like, hey, you always wanted to do a podcast today. So here's what happened. Let me tell you the story, guys. I was driving at that point in time. I, as a safe person, have my iPhone set up to go into do not disturb mode when I drive, so as not to be tempted to look at text messages. Have you changed? And while song, looking man? at that, inadvertently run over a flock of babies. So. Because we got a lot of them in Idaho. Dude, is, it, is it a flock of babies or is it a gaggle? Depends on if they're flying or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> is it a gobble? Is it? <laughs> are they airborne babies or? It's a goo goo. <laughs> Anyways, I got home uh, last night and, like a ninety-year-old man, was asleep like almost immediately. I was like, I'm just gonna lay down, like pet my dog, days. and like fall asleep. Yeah, I've been burning Game it. I've been burning it from both ends for. Many months. A long time now. And this uh, next couple of weeks is going to cap off this year. And then we start the next year of immediate travel and things that we're doing right away um, after that. So it'll be all right. But, yeah, if anyone of you that listen to this know me personally, you know I'm not the best. I'm actually soon buying a dumb phone. Yeah. And I'm going to get a dumb phone and an iPod. And my phone, iPod? yeah, no, because I need Are to be able to get it, it to the back of your. Yep. Ooh. Dumb. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will not. Band. I'll have no, it no, around. No, JB Weld, do oh, it there right. You go. Do it right. JB, JB Weld, Weld. That's yeah. like a little goo coming out of the sides. <laughs> I just don't have the discipline to have a phone and not look at it all the time. And oh, I'm starting dude. to realize that the I'm time that I myself. spend, the second I get like yeah. the tiniest bit bored, I'm like looking at my phone, and it's like I want all those seconds back. I want to be able to think, contemplate about just deep other things, deep. Deep thoughts, like what kind of pizza am I going to order, or things like that. You know, like, do I need to order Hawaiian again? By the way, that's happening right now. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not oh. over Hawaiian. I've been, I haven't. Get, we got Hawaiian pizza the other day. Yeah, because yeah. we hadn't had it for a while. And for any of you haters out there, that they're going to be like, pineapple and pizza is not a real topping. Like, yeah. grow up. Come on. It, it is my least favorite pizza, though. I'm just going to be that's, honest with see, you. See, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Luke, it's been great chatting with you. <laughs> yeah, still is the door. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. No, I mean, it's yeah. like, you, you don't have to order it all the time, but, like, to say that it's, like, some sort of sin or well, it's, like... the reason I bring that up is there's, like, a... People are hardcore anti-pineapple on pizza. My buddy Jeff... It's crazy. Yeah. Will, like, he'll freaking... Just throw that shit in the, in the trash. He just gets crazy about it. He'll start talking it. about how it's not real pizza. And the, he just goes... But then on the internets, you know, people out there just get really up in arms about this, and it's kind of a silly thing. I've been eating Hawaiian pizza my entire life. Well, if you think about it too, like the next, if if somebody problematizes mint chocolate chip ice cream, I'm going to do myself up. I'm just going to kill myself. (laughs) Because like all the things, my childhood things are just like, yeah, yeah, problematized, dude. Yeah. Chauvinism. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Big trucks. If you think about pineapple pizza, though, I mean, that's the only fruit that you really put on. No, there's on nothing pizza. else. That's fair. And that particular I've pizza has all of the food pyramid in there. Now, we know in this day and age, that pyramid True. was made by people that lobbied for wheat companies. Sugar. Top of it, you want the least of that. 40 grams per serving, too it's much a, in it's one a day. It's fruit sugar. Well, all I'm saying is, man, this is getting a lot. You got real bread deep for pizza. You got what dairy. I remember the food pyramid. There's yeah. a sugar section. The very top, the very tippy top. Yeah. You should have the least of that. It's the soda can. Yeah. All I'm saying is, it's a balanced meal. I won't even list the reasons why. <laughs> Tomatoes, vegetables, pineapple, fruit, ham, meat. 
There's got to be some garlic in there, dude. There could be. Yeah. Well, fr- you got your fruits and your roots. <laughs> There's garlic in the pizza sauce, I'm assuming. You're fruit if you're man ordering, or root man, am I right? If you're ordering from a reputable place. But anyways, why are we talking about pineapple pizza? Still in office jokes over Let's here. Let's talk about how, uh, how yeah, pineapple so, pizza think twi- oh, thinks twice okay. and cuts once. So I have a funny note. Like, So I'm obviously the loudest person on like on air. I always grab the mics and I'm like, kicking my boots off and stuff like that. And uh, we're talking with the Knife Nuts guys about they got a couple of guys asking like, for like they've got a rule that you're not supposed to click knives in the background. Oh, really? Right? They're you know trying to keep like their background noises because apparently the listeners have a problem with it. So on Instagram the other day, I don't remember who it is. I'm not trying to you know talk shit on them, but I got our first like, hey, I don't really like the you know knife clicking sound in the background. And I was just like, dude, I'm sorry, man. I'm surrounded by knives. It's a it's a knife podcast. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, kind of. I don't know. It's something. I'm just all I'm saying is straight up. Like I'm. I'm not gonna be not gentlemen flipping knives. Put it. Put them down, boys. I, I mean, mean, I pulled a knife out. To I'm play sorry. With specifically before we started, though. Yeah. So, well, know. the reality of it is, a play I knife. should apologize because likely 90 percent of the clicks that have been recorded on this podcast are me. Yeah. You get on that that OTF and. It's like, Oh, you know. I love that thing. That's why it's over there. Can't touch it right now. <laughs> you can put yeah. it in the corner. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not trying to blow this guy out or anything like that. I'm just straight on air saying I'm sorry if there's some uh, some knife clicking. This is a knife podcast. We'll save it for the end. We will try to not do it all the time through this whole thing. But uh, but yeah, I'm a fidgeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fidgeteer. Got nervous energy. Um. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about the two emails that we got. We appreciate it. Uh, who was that? It was Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Yeah. It was I pretty hope it's funny. <laughs> I think it's Lee. I think it is Christopher L. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, uh, it was funny. He had a he had a question if uh, if Tim had uh, had paid homage to a, a stand up comedian. No, act. you. No, no, I think it was you. I think it was you. If I thought one it was of your us, response. If one of us after had paid, me saying something. If one of us had been paying tribute to a stand up comedian's act by, with the repeating of the phrase, they know so much. They and know, uh, they know so much. that was a coincidence, Christopher. Not uh, not intentional. Yeah. Although I, I said, uh, it's a funny bit. I, I, I liked it. I watched at the, the twenty six minute and twelve seconds slot or spot. Uh, Tim says they know so much, and then you repeating the same thing. They know so much. Yeah, how you, you repeated it reminded him of the comedy bit by Pablo Francisco about how he you got to watch it. And he yeah, sent like no, a link. Good. It's yeah. so funny. It's, it's about. Funny. He's doing like the guy. I don't even know what they say, but like trailers. Everyone check it out. Movie trailers. Yeah. Anyway, super funny. I guess we're just really hilarious. Well, me apparently. He said it was okay, me Matt's that was repeating it. Yeah, <laughs> is, so. that, is that what it is? Yeah. Official word is Matt. So I thought it was you, but apparently it is me who's hilarious. No, I was not uh, throwing back to that. Although it would be possible because the large majority of podcasts that I listen to are definitely cinema comedian podcasts. That's like yeah. a. I sit in the corner when I'm working and just like laugh to like cry and people are like what's up and I'm like I can't repeat it not work appropriate yeah it's like a, you yeah. get the you, you ever laugh so like and you're trying to hold it in you get like a cramp yeah I did and you're just oh, over yeah. there cramping and you're you're half laughing at that point and everyone's like what the fuck is wrong with that guy I always get the your face like, hurting you know like when you're you're laughing too hard oh I need yeah. to get up close to oh this yeah day. we should get your head up yeah, yeah. point that sucker yeah at your mouth not at your nose dude <laughs> This is, yeah, this is my first rodeo here with a microphone. Turns out. Who all people would know. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, slap you. I did a recording project in... Um, Luke's done so much recording in his life. He's basically like in the middle of 
selling all of like 100% of his gear and it's really funny to watch him as like a musician and audio engineer in remission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're literally like, fuck you, I'm not even going to hold the mic right. <laughs> exactly. You, you got to rebel a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Way too much time behind microphones in my life. Seriously. So, uh, yeah, Christopher, in answer to your question, no. Uh, thank you for thinking that I am that funny, uh, indirectly, I suppose, but not uh, not a real thing. We got one from, right. uh, who was it, Scott? That's great, though. Scott Dennis? Is that right? Uh, Scott Dennis. Dude, that was a great emo. First oh, of all, a lot of great like feedback. Yeah, a lot of bullet, good a lot bullet of, points. Uh, bullet points of things that we should kind of think about and consider, and all of them are, are very much things that we agree with. Yeah. This podcast and getting it going uh, is kind of one of the more punk rock things that we've done in the sense that we didn't really think twice in the rollout of it. Like the the giant <laughs> yeah. the, the irony of like the name versus our execution. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because the first few podcasts that we did, like the video would cut out halfway or the computer would stop recording because we didn't have a memory. So the Think Twice game was not strong at all. No. We got a couple of those things sort of ironed out now. Um, but at the same time, too, we, we do want it to be somewhat you know, organic and kind of uh, free form at, at times. Although the suggestions that he threw out were, were great. I mean, we can't yeah. forever just have like just banter and just like talking about nothing really and and whatever well but and also like the more questions yeah. that we get sent in you know gives us a little bit more talk to talk about and we're, we're getting better coming up with talk topics and what you know yeah. what to talk about but we've um, got a bunch of the pipeline for next year and we're trying to kind of you know arrange and plan out some of the guests that we have and, and do it in a bit more legitimate way and then we have a lot of topics that are kind of brand related that we want to cover and and uh, we want to always kind of feature people from the shop talking yeah. about their expertise here because uh, people, you know, want to hear that stuff. But uh, those were really great suggestions from Scott. One of them was, you know, uh, kind of more detailed segments of uh, of things. Like we've done yeah. a couple of times, like what's in your pocket at the end of the podcast. And, oh. and uh, having a few more of those things might... Uh, By the way, what's in your pocket? Uh, what's in your pocket? Uh, oh, matchy. Dude, matchy, matchy. Large cross right hand. Cross, large cross hatch. With, both of them have 20 CV blades, 20 too. 20 CV blades, yeah. So Luke's been a big tester of, of the 20 CV stuff, and... Can you guys stop clicking those around? Uh, I've got a Impinda, one of the first run. First oh, yeah. 50. You've been liking that thing a lot. I love it, you? dude. I, it's crazy. I, I, this knife might be my favorite knife that oh. I make, which is blasphemy. Uh, and a company that invented the integral frame lock or brought it to market yeah. or whatever. Oh, fair enough. It's dude. a beautiful Man, knife, though. Everything about it. Yeah. I just like it a lot. And uh, Hey, you got to get one, don't you? I do. It's done really it's well on, for me. It's on my list. Yeah. It's done real well for me. But more like segments, right now, no, no, more no. segments like this are things that we'll talk about a bit. Um, yeah. And uh, no, it was it was just really cool to get uh, mostly positive feedback. And uh, and even if it's not positive, you know, we can probably take it. Uh, but yeah, throw out uh, questions, throw out suggestions, throw out those kind of things because we'd love to uh, to hear what you guys want to hear from us. But we do have a a few things in the hopper that are not just me and Tim talking yeah. you know endlessly about stuff that are going to be pretty cool for next year, uh, including some really great Boise manufacturers of, of a couple of different products yep. and, and things that are not only knife related. We're excited about that. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're going to keep, uh, keep it coming and keep it going. But, uh, it's just one of those things we're having, we're, we're having fun with this it. Thing for sure. Absolutely. Also, Harsey will be on this. We've been thing. talking or kicking around the idea of doing a, a shot show podcast, like from, from shot show floor, like at the booth mm. thrown up for like three hours. We can get Tony and Sean and, you know, bill and stuff and do it like all piped in because we have that bar top yeah cool table. man yeah. Be pretty cool. cool oh yeah. yeah i'd listen to it it'd be yeah. kind of fun could be noisy and then also it, it's gonna be more noisy but 
Just throwing it out there. I kind of have to work at that show. It's kind of my job. You can take a break for three hours. <laughs> just a three-hour break. Just have Ann I do it all the time. Have Ann I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I, have to I go to the Gazelli booth and go find all the uh, the kegs and walk around with double fisting. You no, get in the main room, you're lost. Like, sorry, I couldn't figure out how to get back. Tim can't even. <laughs> it's not, That's how that place is. It's just the truth. Man. It isn't uh, not too harsh here, but Tim can't even make a few setup before he's dipping out. Dude. Like, we're still getting things out of the boxes, and he's over holding court in the other corner of the room with, like, 20 other people, and, and it's like, all right, I guess we'll set it up. And then I get it mostly set up, and he comes over and is like, well, put these over there and put that over there. Like, dude, you set it up. Like, come on, I'm just man. trying to fill yeah. the old man's shoes, dude. Yeah. yeah. Killing it. It's my schmooze time, man. But, uh, no, I hope, I, I, hope very... I could say I can, I can get away with it a little bit in the sense that I've set up a lot of, a lot of shows. <clears> so it's not that I'm too. saying, like, I'm tapping out, but... yeah. It's it's more of a paid your paid your dues kind of thing, right? I'm not saying that Maybe. I paid them enough, but I'm saying that I've got some dues paid. You've got yeah, you've got some so, yeah, cash of, in the bank. Kind of a paid your dues thing, but I'm not saying that I have enough dues to not. Well, this makes me sound like I'm as the funnier guy. As the funnier guy in the podcast, <laughs> I'll I'll run it. You take the a guy in the you podcast. hold it on for three hours, and I'll I'll sit over there and hold court in my corner. And, All right. Uh, I'll talk to people that I don't know at all that you've done your whole life, and it'll be really entertaining. Like, so, uh, uh, how did you meet Tim? So, how was cool. he when he was six months? Cool. Uh, yeah. But, no, at the very least, we are going to bring the mobile rig and be doing um, podcasts there. You know, That's going to be a, a, a shoe-in for us. So, yeah. if we don't do them live at the show during the if show, not. there would definitely be a couple that we're going to do with room. people from the, from the show. At, I'd like to do, yeah. at least, if anything, we do one at the Tuscany Suites, which is where we stay at, mm-hmm. during like the SHOT Show week, mm-hmm. and then do an episode, because we switch over to Bally's for the weekend for the Vegas Custom Show. So we could definitely do, it'd be kind of cool to have two episodes, yeah, yeah, two different hotel rooms, one weekend. <laughs> is that good? Yeah. I'm working on my radio voice. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make your voice a little lower? Get it like more consistent. Real low. Yeah, this, this is, microphone picks up pretty damn low. Yeah, it's, it's a nice microphone. I got the low cut on too. <laughs> Think of how much low would be there. Take that thirty hertz out. Yeah, you guys yeah. are missing the gut rumbling frequency stems <laughs> going out right now. That Luke and I are experiencing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In any case, um, it's been cool to to actually log into the email. Sorry, it took me so long, but I did it, and oh, yeah. uh, now it's set up like a real email inbox. And all um, it's now instead of having multiple inboxes open up, only. How should I say? Instead of only having two email inboxes open on my browser at any given time, which is how I have to run it, right. now I have three, which is kind of nice. I have three. Yeah, but I mean, three I that I three. Three do you do that like I, the pull over tab thing? Three that I actually like, you know, operate and use. reply to and use. Yeah. Not to brag, boys, but if we want to ever compare email outbox sent yeah, emails, I lose toe to toe any day. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not even in the ballpark. Hundreds. I just have one email, you know, like a. Normal one person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have a personal email too, right? Well, yeah, but I don't. I don't use that at work. You right. Know? We're well, at work, yeah. For you know? like so I just, te- you just pass the, just pass the about test, dude. You like are that. like a good. You have great work ethic. So I was thinking Thank about you. this earlier. The amount of that you get done in a because you work a solid forty pretty yeah. much. You don't hit a lot of overtime, do you? Uh, haven't hit Not any really. this year. Yeah. Yeah. See, company man. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saving um, money. Saving but money. in that forty hours, what you get done versus what me and Matt get done in like the because we're always pushing f- like plus forty somehow we'll break over a little bit, but it's usually I don't know whatever. The amount that you get done is like more than both of us combined in our like 
50, 60 hours. Mm, I mean, speak for yourself, son. I mean, I don't know about that. I'm really dragging the average down. You are, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I knew Matt wouldn't agree, but I really think you do. I get, No, Luke definitely is a more consistent. Like, he gets a lot done. You also have kind of a different job in yeah, that sense yeah, that you exactly. can lock in and knock out a lot of stuff. You yeah, have it's, constant barrage of people pulling yeah. you away from what you're trying to do all the time. Definitely different Generally. up there. Yeah, yeah, definitely different up there. But, yeah, I do... I do pride myself on working efficient. So yeah, yeah. work hard, play hard. Talking to that microphone hard. <laughs> yeah, baby. Sorry, I didn't take that. Yeah. Make just put a little stank on that thing. Yeah, that up in that. And um, I love getting other people's microphones stanky, where you just like stick it up in your upper lip under your nose. That's my microphone. The last person to really get their mouth all over it was Rick Hinderer. So actually, in a roundabout sort of way, you guys just wh- touched the same microphone with your lips. Look at that. And in between was Levon. Oh, yeah. After he had a gyro. Dude, mm. do you smell it? As still opposed there. to a hero. Yeah, a little yeah. Uh, tzatziki in there. <laughs> a little tzatziki, uh, yeah. that little second. <laughs> he was talking about his second dinner. Yeah. Hilarious. Nah, was no, good tzatziki stuff, sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I had pita mm. pit today. Oh. Delicious. I was about to say something really nasty about that place, but I will save it for... Save now. it for, yeah, another time. After right? after yeah. on air. And had you said it, it would have been your opinion as a person, not the opinion <laughs> of our company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's yeah. funny how you have to like, yeah, disclaimers. Say that. Yeah, know? yeah. It's, we live in a world of disclaimers. Right. Isn't that funny? Like yeah. how we got in here. It's California's fault. No offense, California people. California. We love you all, but uh, that's California. Yeah. So I bought a cooler, Barely. and there's a big, like, literally probably a twelve by twelve sticker inside the cooler with like a warning that if you fill the cooler up with water, a child could drown in it. <laughs> oh no way. Um, it's like the the bag. Like yeah, thing. I'm just like, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Turns but, out, but that's what that's the world we live in. My bathtub it, didn't come with that sticker, right? Yeah, I mean, a bathtub should. So does it make it legal that I could like kill kids in my bathtub versus my cooler? Guys, we're not gonna go into baby killing jokes. Let me just throw this out there. Says the guy that, that said the first running over flocks of babies <laughs> on the freeway. Touche, touche. Let me just throw this out there, though. You could fill it up with ice. But then that's future water. So they didn't specify enough. Yeah, yeah. They didn't they, say like how much ice. Well, ice. You wait a couple dies. weeks. Now it's a yeti. I'm assuming. No yeah. Did you get a yeti? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, okay. So what's your thoughts? So, and why I ask you? I'll okay. ask you as well. But what your thoughts coming from the hunting community and stuff on the whole yeti bullshit? Of like, I don't. know, They said some sort of off comment. It was taken wrong, from what I gather. And then suddenly people are blowing yetis up. Sure. What's your take on that? I look at it like this, that I find a product that works, that's right. well-made right. by a reputable company, and I run with it. Right. I don't care what they have to say, really. I mean, yeah, I do and I don't. I mean, yeah. I struggle with that sometimes. Like, Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's a tool for me. I'm right. not, I don't get caught up in the political stuff, really. Like, it's good to keep your head out of it. Yeah, and there's, I mean, if you get into that stuff, it's, yeah. I mean, you'd be boycotting a lot of companies. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to wear? At some point, like yeah. you, you could kind of run out of like shit to have. Totally, yeah. I, you know, it's it's what it is, but uh, I make a, a fantastic cut. cooler. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. They set the standard for it. Yeah. You know? After I understood, or I, I got I don't know, some sort of headline that you always have to go and triple verify or whatever, which I didn't. But it was understanding what they said in the context or something like that, and it just got blown out of proportion. Um, that's a chronic problem in our country and the right. world as a whole right now. I mean, we live in a very uh, 
nerfed safe world in a lot of ways. And right. it's not, this isn't a political statement at all, one way or the other, but come on, people. Like, it's just a freaking like, cooler company. Think about it for a minute, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's, it's t- honestly, it's tough because literally in this country from like the top down like these kind of same things play themselves out right you know like look at anything like a tweet that is sent out and the way people react to it and or something a senator says in the way that it's just silly man like we're just in this deep like too easily offended too much like guard up and too much like instant like people jumping on everyone's throats about things kind of world right now people just need to everyone chill right now listen to me 20 people are hearing this in the course of 30 well, years and it's going to be on air. Well, 20 years. Just take a deep <laughs> breath. 30 years. Exhale. No, I'm saying we'll have 20 listens on this podcast over the 30 years it'll be on iTunes or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. It's so going to be on iTunes for 30 years. Everyone just years. take a deep breath. So, so Take okay. a deep breath and realize it's going to be okay. All right? We're all going to be like, okay. It will be okay. Yeah. Before yeah. calm down. You're about to get mad about something? Yep. Don't do that. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I have to tell myself this all the time, though, because I find myself, I have a kind of a OCD mind in certain aspects, especially work You drill down things. on stuff real good. I drill down on it, and then I don't let it go, and I've got to get better at letting things go, because I, go, what man. I've realized, man, what I, here's what happens, bro. Like, what I've realized. <laughs> the rest of them, a couple beers over here. What I've realized is that Thanks, I'm, I'm the one that carries the emotional baggage of that. Like, if I'm upset about things that happen here, there, everywhere, outside of where they're happening, like, that's my problem. So I just got to let it go. Let it go. Don't hold it back anymore. Thank you. Um, oh, you got the bottle opener on that. Yeah. I got a bottle opener on my belt. Does it work belt. pretty good? It works great. I love your bottle opener on your belt because you're just like, yeah. What are you doing down there? Yeah, t- Tim gave me this uh, this Leatherman Skeletool. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying it. It's got a bottle opener, a knife, yep. some pliers, and a screwdriver. That's all you need on a multi-tool. So for all the people all out there need. that think that the Chris Reeve Knives crew only uses Sabenzas and Inkosis and like high-end knives, other um, other high-end knives to pop bottles, every once in a while we'll get a little decent and that's, use a bottle uh, opener. That yeah. Skeletool is hella cool. See what I did there? Guys, I'm trying this out. I've got my twin Ryan brother. Back. Coming back. <laughs> Mike. You're on the podcast right now. I'm answering Mike. the phone live. Oh, nice. It's Matt's twin brother. I have a twin brother, and uh, he calls me every once in a while. But I heard this down on Greg Fitzsimmons' podcast, Fitzdog Radio, and I think it's hilarious that he answers his phone calls during the podcast. So I just wanted to, you know, pull your brain, Mike. What's going on? What are you thinking? Not a lot, man. I was just calling to inform you about some awesome stuff, but All right. pass that information along later. Well, you don't so, want the 30 people that are going to hear this over 20 years to know this awesome stuff. So I'll give you a call when I'm leaving here, okay? All right. You guys keep talking about cool blades and uh, awesome upcoming things in the knife world. Hell yeah. And, and Do you so, listen uh, uh, to you know, Hey, real quick. Have you listened to the podcast yet? I have not listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. It's all right. It's all right. I have, I'm busy, but I would be – and well, now I'm going to definitely subscribe so I can – you don't listen to podcasts it? driving truck? What was that? You don't listen to podcasts driving truck? I listen to podcasts all the time driving truck. Just not oh. ours. Now, now your podcast is going to be on my uh, on my queue. Now well, it's like a so guilty queue. He's kind of used to listening to our open mouth, breathing selves, talk it's all the true. time, so he doesn't it's need true. to hear it. But. All right, dude, I'll give you a call back later on. All right, have a good evening. Yeah, man, peace. Peace. Well, Sorry, guys, I didn't tell you I was going to do that. Mike Favvy. I love Mike. He's such a good guy. Is the He's the best. I'm so lucky. He drives a truck cool just around the corner from us. Yeah. Hey, he honks at me when I walk across the street every once in a while. Yep. Yeah. Bro. And he honks, like, whenever he drives by, yeah, he like, honks at me, too, because, yeah. like, 
my office is right on the on the road, so yep. I know it's him. It's funny. I'll be sitting there working. Boop, boop. I'm like, yep, there's Mike. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Christ. It's Love kind of it. funny. Love it. Yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, the best the best of dudes. It's cool to have like family in town and around. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I love about Boise is it's just kind of still small enough that you can get a lot of that. You get to know, at people. least we get to know the people around us. I don't totally. Know. No, this town is still, everybody on the block. This town's still small enough that, I mean, I, you can't go downtown and not run into somebody that you know. Yeah. yeah. Unless you just n- don't do anything. Unless you're totally a loser. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's people that probably walk downtown Boise and don't know a soul that live here, but. We're not talking about you. Well, I'll be your friend. <laughs> Next time I see you downtown, we're talking I'll about say, all hey. those people that are cool and do stuff. No, it's kind of funny, though. Everyone's like, you know, we're, we're fraternal twins, which means we look nothing alike. I mean, it's like polar opposites. Like he's the like definition of that. short and buff, and I'm tall and weak, and he doesn't have as much hair as I do. And uh, yep. But, and but then a, that's like marginal at best. My hair? Excuse me? Well, okay, your head hair. Matt's got some oh, th- a thick we know, hair. Yeah, we talked about this already. My body hair from the... <laughs> we're not going to get back into oh, yeah, that. Yeah, we, yeah. The point is... <laughs> Reference episode... People are always like... Uh, I think it's two. <laughs> episode two. Dude, people I just listened like, to it. Yeah, it's episode two. It a lot was... of people are like on episode two, and I'm like, dude, I'm about to shoot episode six. Dude, I like oh, to let them build up, so then you got a, you got a few to listen to. You know, that's kind of the idea is what we're trying yeah, to do here is like we're going to get a bunch of them built up and then push it a bunch harder when there's more content but yeah. anyways eh, all of this sorry. i was trying to sorry, say sorry, was sorry. uh was everyone's like what's it like having a twin yeah and the answer to that question is i don't really know because i don't know what it's like to not have a what? twin. what yeah but basically imagine having like a partner in crime your entire life all right. the things you experienced as a weird zitty teenager right your boy's experiencing it too right next to you yeah we fought so hard all the time like not even like verbal I verbal abuse was brutal <laughs> but like the physical abuse was another level we had right. boxing gloves from the time we were like third graders probably until we were like freshmen in high school where it's like whatever dude, get, the, get the gloves get, get the, the gloves yeah we would like settles <laughs> with the gloves on the floor dude <laughs> i have been literally knocked out by mike and i've knocked him out ko'd by 14 I did, uh, one time it was on the trampoline. We were doing a trampoline fight. Oops. With boxing gloves. Sound the worst trampoline. Like and it kind of kept getting worse and worse. Like things were escalating. And I'm not, this sounds like a tall tale, but it's not. Next time Mike calls on the podcast, I'll ask him to tell the story. Mm. I did like a flip and I kicked him in the side of the head no. with like my bare foot. Oh, like you, you'd plan this all out. Like I'm going to oh, flip and kick. No. I mean, oh. yeah, I thought I was going to do that. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't like I was like practicing like flip kicks until I had a chance to fight my brother on the show. Just having to work out, right? But like before just, you did it, you were like, I'm going to do a flip and kick him in the head, and things, this is going to work things out. Things escalated. And, uh, you know, if it was MMA, people would talk about it and commentate on it like he's got the better ground game because he's just amazing. physically crazy strong. Yeah. But I'm oh, taller, dude. I've got longer reach. Right. I'd be sitting there jabbing him to oblivion. If on you the, knew jujitsu, you would probably be like the bigger foe on the ground. But if you don't know jujitsu, if somebody is like, shorter and bigger than you yeah and you're a tall skinny guy speaking from experience yeah. you're fucked oh totally well the funny thing was i've been working out with him a little bit in the mornings because he is legitimately strong i get up at like five in the morning and we like what are the, the first days we're working out it's like all right it's chest day we're doing chest <laughs> i'm like all right cool and he gets like the bench press set up and he puts like you know these big like 35 pound dumbbells on Dude, like these 10 pounds afterwards and he gets it all set up but he's sitting there like cranking out his you know reps and he gets he gets oh. to the very uh well, we got a, <laughs> Tape oh, gun. Dude, it's a ghost from my tour in Virginia is here. Tape gun just... There it is. The tape gun just fell off the wall, knocked the light off. Whatever ghost has been following me around this country, get out of here, mate. Um, anyways. Mike? Yeah. He's sitting there, like, struggling on his last rep, 
I bet you don't like this. Oh, goodness, teeth. And I'm spotting him as if I could help him if he couldn't lift it up. And he lays it down, gets up, and he's like, all right, man, go ahead. And you're I, like, like, look at him, I'm like, what do you think is going to happen here? <laughs> what? You, you think I'm going to get decapitated? You think I'm going to get to 10 of these right now? Like, you were struggling as a strong guy on the 10th one. And I'm like, let's just start with the bar, bro. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Let me warm up at the bar. I'm the same way. Like, I Despite could. Despite how I look on camera. Yeah. You got the wide angle on, so it's just stretching that muscle out. <laughs> You need to be able to catch this muscle, man. Like you'll be able to see me on this camera. Yeah, despite how I might look on camera, not that strong. Yeah. I'm actually pretty strong. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, I wonder if somebody's been watching this the whole time. It's a Santa hat. Yeah, Christmas beer. Yeah. Yeah, a little Christmas beer. Yeah. On that note, we have the company Christmas party tomorrow. I'm actually really excited about it. <clears throat> I'm excited for those I got snacks, all my stressful man. work done yesterday, and I'm basically like senior editing from like today and tomorrow. I'm going to eat my body weight in meatballs. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Those meatballs were banging Ooh, last year. They were so good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a couple beers, some people out. I invited uh, Bill Hyde, Preston Welsh, and Aaron Niesel. What about Taylor? Dude, hit that boy up. I thought about him. We're going to get in trouble because we're not little... supposed to have plus ones, and I was already running this by Aaron oh, earlier. Crap. It's going to be okay, though. I meant to get her at the right time and be like, hey, just let you know I invited a couple people. But Bill was there last year. and Yeah, I know. It'll be cool. It's going to be fun. I'm excited about those meatballs. It's, I'm just, not that mom's, like, it makes mom sound like a stickler, but it's always just worth running shit past your mother. And so that's just mom in general of the company. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, it is, but, you know, for anybody out there <laughs> listening, when you have a catered event. <laughs> Don't just throw a bunch of people on. When you add 20 more people. That affects the food situation. So that's why we haven't had a bunch of plus ones. Well, yeah, and I'm expecting to eat some meatballs tomorrow. So I'm eating them all, These are three, like, good customers. How many meatballs are they going to eat? Probably not that many. I'll ration them, dude. I'll give them. What I'm going to do is you get drink tickets when you play shows at clubs. I'm going to give these guys meatball tickets. Like, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Or just appetizer tickets tickets in general. (laughs) You're sitting at the front door giving tickets out. Only the people that aren't for the company. And I'll be like, all right. There's three tickets. You get to choose three individual items. So the five people items. that don't work here that are going to show up to this are going to get five tickets. Yeah. It's they can use that for a meatball, voucher, or they can use it for uh, whatever they want. Yeah. All right. Well, you want more? Come work here. I don't really care what happens because I'm not running the meatball machine. There's a or, meatball machine? <laughs> yeah. Hold up. This is getting really good now. No, you guys didn't, right, you guys didn't hear what we did? No. Meatball platter. Is, you ever seen a potato launcher? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that, but smaller. So shooting them across the shop. Yep, and you got to catch them in your mouth. Done. Right. I'm you on. Sit on top of the uh, the CNC machine. Safety goggles optional. Yeah, you don't need safety goggles for that. You could have your eye exploded and replaced by you a meatball. You don't need it. No, no. Can you imagine? Just don't Open your eyeball instead of seeing a pupil, you just see a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> you see a meatball. To I mean, replace. you wouldn't see anything as a person with a meatball in your eye socket, but a person would see that. And like your eyelids freak out. fold back over, and you can just yeah. Oh. Looks like you're crying, just gravy. It's a tactical meatball. <laughs> How do you get it out? You get one of them little tiny forks or the little like sausage spears. Well, you gotta wait for Bill. You gotta wait for Bill or Taylor or Preston to walk up with the meatball voucher. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, Kept it warm is. for you. Ninety-eight point yeah. six degrees this whole time. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Uh, Don't worry. I'm expecting to have some fun tomorrow. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's be gonna good. be great. Well, we should talk about um, maybe this guy sitting here with us. Talking a little bit more. Let's talk about the history of all three of us. So, we all worked together at the old Guitar Center, Boise, store number 251, if you don't remember. 251. And we all were employees that worked there for many years. Luke worked there for a long... Actually, here's a fun story. Luke got me the job at Guitar Center. Yep. And uh, it worked out like this. I was playing a, a show... 
with his band at the time uh, called Sloth Falcon, and our band, The Fave, opened up for Sloth Falcon. Yep. And uh, there was something that was going on, like the Boise... I remember, sorry to interject, I remember looking up at both of you guys at one point in my life. Now you don't? Really? End comment. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't look up to myself, so I... You're very intimidating. (laughs) And you don't know you? Really? Quite. Quite. I mean, not like you're like some guy that you're like, oh, who's that? It just by walking up, but like, you work next to you, it's intimidating. I'm just saying, especially back in the long hair days. Yeah, I used to have long hair. Yeah, so okay. he had the yeah. reverse of what you got going right now. Yeah, so now I'm 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 super aerodynamic, and I just <laughs> I shave it all. Yeah, yeah. aerodynamics like from yeah yeah just the top of my head, you know. Yeah, I still like a little Makes drag sense. from the beard. Rope it back in, boys. Sorry, back back to Matt. So. uh at the time, Boise Craigslist, the musician's thread, is probably still, I haven't looked at it for quite a while, but back then especially, dumpster been, fire. Dude. dude, it was like, hey, check out my band. And then there'd be like seven pepper replies, like, your band's the worst band ever. And <laughs> yeah. someone's like, you, I'm sorry. And they would just like go back and forth, like MP3s? anonymously. Uh-huh. through Craigslist. And it was, a lot of the posts were in all caps. Yeah, and it was like, then. so I know there was like a couple of 65-year-old dudes that would just were like throwing out their opinions all the time. But it was like this the crazy thing so here's what happened there was this like thread that was going on about this show that my buddy's band had put on I just popped on there and threw a post out that was kind of like what we were talking about earlier everyone just calm down it's alright music's cool you don't think Hendrix walked out of a show because someone was mean to him like when the 60s I just kind of had this funny like little quippy like paragraph that I wrote Uh, a dude replied to me on that Craigslist post in the dumpster fire that was that particular thread dude ended up being Don Frazier Donnie. Oh, yeah. From drums, man. He was working oh, in the drum yeah. department. Don. And he just was like, hey, man, we love what you said. That's really cool. Uh, you know, just right. kind of had this like random, mm-hmm. like, and this is back in, like, this would have been like 06. So the internet right. was not new. But, early days of. But the early days of like forum talking yeah. and shit talking Where, and things like that. Yeah. Craigslist was still yeah. like a. Uh, it was in, a, in more of its infancy then. You could still like. Right, but it was out there of forums. It was still quite a forum. It was mostly a forum. Place. We're now like. like you think of Craigslist as just like sales posts more. Totally. You don't really go totally. on there for forms. People still do. I'm not saying they don't. So, yeah, it's opened up for Luke's band. Yeah. You have a random post that Don Frazier hits me up about. I say, cool, man. He's like, oh, Guitar Center. And I was like, oh, cool. Are you hiring? And he's like, yeah, we just had a guy not show up for work. So you, you said what you, you should apply. loathed hearing for the next like 10 years of your life. We can get there if you want to. But yeah, <laughs> basically. And uh, The thing I've never said in my entire life uh, to a Guitar Center employee is, are you hiring? Yeah. Well, you didn't have to. Because your boy asked that for you. I'm pretty. <laughs> so, anyways, I didn't. Either. I applied. <laughs> yeah. I go and I go and I uh, and I go in for an interview, and uh, we had there was, at this manager there that was uh, at the time was uh, was a brand new manager to that store, and there was a bunch of turnover and stuff. And Is it Brandon? Was Brandon? He yeah. had just started. And Knutson, uh, Knutson, yeah. Dude, if we need to hook up with that guy, sorry. When we go to California. We should. You're either gonna love him or you're gonna hate him. I'm not sure. One of the two. <laughs> Uh, I know him in passing. He's a cool dude. And I don't really remember him. He's, I, I gotta call him sometime. I haven't talked to the nude in a while. Anyways, uh, I apply. I go in for an interview. Have an interview. I call back for a second interview because they were doing that back then. And something right. was going on where it was like the cops were there. Something was stolen. All these police reports were happening. And Luke happened to walk by and saw me hanging out. Right. And he told uh, Brandon, "That guy's legit. Hire him." And then I was waiting around forever, waiting around forever. He came back out and he's like, hey, man, sorry, we had a guitar stolen dealing with the police. But you know what? My best sales guy here told me that you're legit and I should hire you. And that goes a long way. So, you know what? Start Monday. Come And like that's how I got the job. Isn't that how yeah. like most 
yeah. Guitar Center hires end up being, though? Kind of crazy, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, that's how you were used to it. That's basically how I sort of ran that. I'm a lot, yeah. yeah. I would never open up okay. and just do interviews. Says the guy that never hired anybody at Guitar Center. So yeah. I tell you, did it at Boise, dude. I would never open it up for interviews. You had all these people coming in. So why do you want to work here? I love music. <laughs> Damn. Dude, get out of here. It's like number one reason that I don't want to hire you, which is funny working in a guitar shop. I, okay, so I'll say that to a certain degree about like our shop being a, a specialty, you know, knife shop or a specialty kind of world. Yeah. Um, probably 50% of the time, I don't actually want a knife nerd here. It's weird. Well, Depending on the department, totally. That's like anything, though. You get people that if they don't have too many opinions or this or that, you want people that yeah. you can train to do what you want them to do. People that like get high off their own supply. Yeah, is like it just it just doesn't turn into a good thing. So totally. it's a funny balance because you we we've also want like sometimes need more knife nerds around, and and sure, I, I would say sure. over the last couple of years, uh, specifically the the kind of knife culture's been been bubbling back up here in, in the shop for sure. Yeah, uh, you know, had a little bit of a resurgence for, for a while. Yeah. Or thinned out for a while. So that's how I met Luke. <clears throat> yeah. And we worked together there for many, many years. I oh, became the store years, manager dude. pretty quickly. <clears throat> I would kind say of golden years of guitars. Dude, it was a good time. GC Boise for sure. Yeah. GC yeah, Boise. it was my favorite era. It was a good time, man. Yeah. That was a really fun time. That's how I met Tim as well. Mm-hmm. Tim, I hired without even interviewing him. It was a pretty funny story. Did I, have I told this on the podcast yet? I don't know. He's got a cousin named Brian Con- or Not a cousin. His best friend is named Brian Conkle. It's his girlfriend's cousin. At some cousin. point, we'll be a married to cousin. Yeah. You're going to marry him? No, I'll you're going to marry to his cousin. Be married into him. <laughs> Sounds really weird. <laughs> well, he is joining the Navy. <laughs> he is joining the, the Navy. He yeah. is going to be a seaman. It was so funny, though. He like uh, he had me up. He's like, I got this buddy that wants to work here. And, we and I had known Tim from, uh, he worked at a place called Journeys. His yeah. manager there was a guy named Nick, who was a really cool dude. Yeah, badass dude. And whenever I'd go on the Journeys, they would always remember my wife's shoe size for yeah. me, which was epic. Yeah. And, uh, and so it was funny. Tim showed up, and I was like, "Brian's like, my buddy's here. You want to interview him?" And I like stood up and saw him out there. And I was like, "That guy?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, hell yeah, he's hired." I was like, "We'll send him in for an interview." And so I have one of those like questions that I like that they give from corporate. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, uh, well, good to see you, man. It's cool that you want to work here. Uh, what is the hardest part of working with or alongside others?" Chalks me up like, and that. he's sitting there. He's like, "No, oh, well, you know, probably whatever answer he gave." And I was like, "All right, cool, you're hired." And he's like, "Yeah." What? What? All right. No, I did. A, I had to interview you, but you're hired. You yeah, know, cool. I had to throw you a question. Just kind of yeah. basically what it was. It was that cool. was basically like how. You, uh, uh, that's how I got this job. And I got me on the spot. I was like, yeah. I didn't know what was going. You know yeah. that for something about there is something about that office that is really intimidating for anybody who's never set foot in that office. The facade breaks as soon as you step into that manager's office mm-hmm. in Guitar Center, Boise. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I remember. All... That was my first time sitting there, and I was just like... They're not all that small. Like, that was well, exceptionally... So that office is probably two-thirds <clears throat> the size of this room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two-thirds. Two probably probably from the door. Like, yeah, if you side of the, the door, door, over. That was it. That's There's enough it. for a desk. Basically. A desk, and, and you could yeah. stack in, like... Five adult males standing. Well, it's intimidating because it's a small room. It smells like the breath of another person. (laughs) (laughs) Cement walls on like two thirds of it. Cinder blocks. The only window that you have looks out to the sales floor. And yeah, yeah, it was a fun time, man. Those were good good. times, though. That's how we all met, though. It's kind of funny. Like, that's how, uh, you know, in a roundabout sort of way. Like, I remember having a conversation with Tim. It was probably, it was before Black Friday, it was before the holidays. And we were talking about stuff. And and uh, we got on the topic of family businesses, and, and Tim was like, oh, my family has a business. I'm like, oh, what do they do? He's like, oh. He was all very, like, like low-key about it. They, they make knives. It's 
oh cool right. like like kitchen knives like no I like these and he pulls out like a nundi and shows it to me and I'm yeah. like oh cool he's, like, what's this thing sell for he's like 400 bucks I'm like yeah. <laughs> like that back what? and I was sitting there with him and I was like hold up dude your family makes this mm. and you're working selling accessories at guitar center yeah. I was like if my dad had a plumbing company that I could take over someday I, still remember you I would be stoked to someday plunge turds and own a company like with my name on them. Like with my name on it, yeah. <laughs> like your dad has a knife company. Like what are you? What are you doing? I'm yeah. Like, what are you six doing? Six months later, you quit. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. and I, I have to. You were a huge part of that, like rattling around in my brain. And I always say, like, I read the writing that was always on the wall. Like that, you, that little interaction there, <clears throat> definitely bounced around like a marble in a tin can in my yeah. head for a while. Perfect. It's captured. You guys all know that the reason Tim came back to this company is because of me. And so, uh, for better or for worse, there's some people out there that wish I would have stayed away. (laughs) Not these guys right here. Yeah, not here. here. That's cool. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. So I bounced from there. I went to a company that worked sold plastics, and then Tim. And that'd be customers, not anybody here, I don't think, doesn't like me. I'm just. Yeah, 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 hopefully, right? (laughs) Totally only customers. I'm pretty sure it's just a few customers. Um, Yeah. I went to work for this plastics place, then Tim like punched mm-hmm. me from there, and then we punched yep. Luke from Guitar Center. He was the right. guy that replaced me as a store manager when I left, yep. and a so, year or so later, we, we took him, and uh, Tony Buffalo, you're not listening to this, yeah, but we saw him at the airport. He was my district dude, manager. Dude, Elway's Restaurant. Elway's Restaurant. Dude, Tony is him. awesome. He's the best. He's like yeah. one of the best mentors Shout out I've ever to Tony. had in my life, He looks dude. good at Elway's, too. He's he a guy that like has an fit in there. He hasn't aged. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like I saw him. A certain demographic. And I was like sitting there chatting him up, and he's like, "Oh, cool. Well, how's it going?" And, and we like, I just chatted with him for a minute, and I was like, "When are you, when are you on Boise next? Email me. We'll get together." And uh, that was great. And like, he kind of walked out and waved to us on the way out. And then Tim was like, "Yeah, you basically took his store manager and his operations manager because we had another guy here that works for yeah. us." And I was like, "Oh, I never even thought of that. Like, I I've I've coached those like <laughs> highest up employees for the last couple years." I've been years. the linchpin puller, or like the Django final Django block puller. <laughs> from GC crew uh, from GC yeah. crew like that whole store so there's somebody like basically yeah it'd be Tony Buffalo sitting there like why is my like store just keep like notching down like shifting why are they going to make knives what the heck you yeah. Know, yeah it's kind knives of funny awesome. it's kind of funny yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I still think like the golden days at least from my perspective was uh, was Matt in the front how, how Guitar Center kind of works is you have the store manager who is over sales Head dog, but kind of works over sales, like over the front end Focus of the shop, on sales, yeah. right? And then you work with like all the sales managers, yeah. And then you have the ops manager, who's the back of the house, which ships stuff, inventory, all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of like displays, that kind of stuff. Exactly. Luke was the ops manager, and that was such a good dynamic of both of your your character char- characters and like personalities and what you like how you guys are good at stuff. So I was kind of like. The best, my best description I've ever come up with for the store manager position at, at Guitar Center is you have boatloads of like stats that you have to get right for your store and all this kind of stuff, and you have about twenty percent effectivity to the outcome of your store, but you have like a hundred percent of the responsibility to get your store to that like pigeon, you know, that yeah. through that hole, right? Totally, yeah, yeah. And uh, for some reason, that kind of political whatever that world is works so much better with your personality. And does not work with your personality. Not at all. Except for the fact that when you ran the store right afterwards, and a lot of like really bullshitty like law like rules changed on sure, at sure. your time. Yeah. But you made gains. Yeah. Luke yeah. made money. Not that you didn't. I'm not saying that, that you didn't. But like though you went through a bunch of shit and almost literally had a mutiny on your hands. 
<laughs> you literally made gains every month. Let me throw this out and there. And to though. me, like, if I'm Tony Buffalo, I'd be like, that's my man. Let me throw this out there. <laughs> You're welcome. But Guitar Center sales are a pendulum. The way that it works is, you know, you're based on comp and the plan. You have one great year where you're just knocking out of the park. And the next right. year, and then you drop. usually isn't, you can't, year right. over year, keep beating it. And it just kind of goes back and forth. That's how it, was, how it would work for our bonuses like that. It was like one year, I'd be just nailing it every month, yeah, making tons so of money. True. The next year, pendulum's back. it goes back, and you're down. And everyone's on your case. And the year and the I year showed up, that, it was an upswing. Year. It was. The year yeah. I left, we left, was a downswing. And Starting you got to. a little bit of that, and then you got the, the reverse. But even like yeah. the guy running it now, like Ben, like he, it's a similar kind of thing. You know, like the first year he took over, yeah. killing it. This year, you know. Struggling. It took until like the fourth quarter for him to Dude. kind of start getting there. And, then, and, and that's the thing that's tough about those kind of corporations is – it's beautiful in one sense, like a lot of the things that I learned about how to run a business and how to work and, and reading P&Ls and all these kind of things came from a place like that where there was so much information. It was too much information. Right. They ran pilots during the time that I was there called the Simplicity Pilot, you know, like that we weren't a part of, unfortunately. But I mean, a place that had stats on 20 metrics updating every hour right. for Yesterday sales, you needed to, this like, week sales, this too. month sales, this year sales, yeah. conversions of, like versus string the, packs versus the plan guitars. versus the comp of last year. Like it was just unreal. Uh, it was too much information. Pro but coverage. the cool thing, yeah, uh, the cool thing about it is like, <laughs> is uh, is all that stuff. Like, man, I I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, yeah, I, I learned a lot at Guitar Center. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't trade that time I spent there. I mean, it. No, not it, for anything. It literally helped me become who I am today. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. and I had a lot of retail experience from other companies before going to Guitar Center. That was my last like main corporate retail gig. Mm -hmm. And there is even a lot more that I learned about corporate retail at Guitar Center that yeah. I didn't learn from the other places, yeah. which is very interesting. Yeah. There's well, a couple things we didn't do there that I tried to push, like I, me being a, a so I, I became as accessories department manager is as high as I would want to climb. Oh yeah, I kept trying to get you to AM, and you're like, nope, I don't want that. Yeah, I just yeah, I just kept passing it up. I'm like, dang it, I have to hire someone worse for that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Now it always yeah. worked out, but but uh, oh yeah, like I would ask where the store was during the day, like overall sales, yeah. and I remember like the management looking at me like, what? Why do you want to know that? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just to know where we're at. I mean, I don't yeah, really cool. to know. Like, I'm not gonna go tell anybody. I don't care. I just want to know like. We got to do sixteen thousand dollars today at the store. Yeah, Where you got to know your goal. You got to know your goal. Like, do I need yeah. to start pushing some strings or? Yeah. What was know? the button for that? F eleven. Yeah. Can't remember now. But I don't think F11. like my screens had it. it Might have been. Yeah. Here's my. I cannot remember. Yeah. I don't think mine had it. I will say this: I missed the green screen. Their their Dude. ERP system. It's funny. Working there, it's like it's basically like a. It looks like a like MS DOS. Mm -hmm. Like it looks like a nineteen eighties program. Which it, background, it was green writing. It totally was that, and. uh it's funny, when we were there, they would always talk about how great it was and how we don't understand how good it is. And it's like, I, I always thought they were like just kind of pumping it up like propaganda-wise. Right. After leaving there and dealing with like our ERP system and the rollout that we had to change over and, uh, and other like companies Windows that I've been based. to in between, yeah, that was like the most 100%. baller system I've ever seen in my life. So we had a similar one at Zoomies when I worked at Zoomies. Yeah. It's the, it's the jam. And actually at Journeys as well, a, a green screen style. Yeah, they, you they literally wear out enter buttons. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like the amount of times during a day, I would think about it all the time, that the enter button gets hit. Press. But you had to have a physical button clicking thing. If you had to like touch a touch screen or stuff like that, like they did that, they did a conversion at Vans like to a touch screen or, or like a mouse based system. And it just like slowed the whole thing down. Yeah. You need that physical like key bouncing, like 
Oh, you can go fast on those things. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like people aren't usually just sitting there screwing around. If you're if you're on the on the customer side of like a system like that and someone's going like at the airport. Yeah. Just nine times out of ten, the person on the other side is smoking through screens. They're just running that system. Yep. Yeah. The, I mean, they're moving fast. Probably not all the time. But you know what I mean? Nine times out of ten. I don't know why, but I still think about green screen quite a bit. Yeah. I'd love to have a system I like think that. Think about here. it. You know, I don't know how to build it though. Three enter, two enter, one, two, three, four, five, dot enter. Like I could yeah. I think I like the way you used to like, you know, ring yeah. up cells and stuff like that with the yeah. with the big boy screens that I have. Yeah. And uh yeah, I miss I miss that. It's system. all about like transaction time. Yeah. Because so for me, this is my perspective, because my goal is like when a customer walks in the in the shop, you know, I want to be able to greet them, get I want them to know that I know that they're there. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah. Not in like a, oh, I'm looking over you, but just like, hey, I'm here for you. Go, sure. Go do your thing, you know. But be able to check in with people, being friendly, being very casual. But they come up, they want to, uh, they want to uh, buy some strings. They want to check out. I want to keep this like a cool conversation going and make the transaction part of it as seamless as possible. Exactly. And yeah. so like credit it's card huge. machines that you'd have to like around with and they wouldn't work right and stuff like that or you'd have to wait and like backwards and forwards like confirmations like they always got in the way of that customer experience as yeah. far as i was concerned oh totally so, totally that's why i like green screens you can power through stuff you could handle a lot of stuff and then just be like okay all i need for you is just to uh swipe here and sign here or put your debit in. yeah we had to get the numbers in the back of the card that was always kind of goofy. yeah no it was the last four last four in the card so uh, what my little trick was, I would just I would just reach out and have them hand me the card. Yeah, it's less and I questions. Would slide it, even though like the debit card thing was like slider was pointing towards them. I would slide it over there, and then I could just run the whole thing right there. I don't yeah. know. It, it it helped overcome a lot of that. No, it's it's a uh, it's a valid technique yeah. for sure. This is where some of my expertise yeah. lie is transacting <laughs> transactions. Clerking. Clerking real hard. Clerking, dude. Yeah. No, it's funny, man. Like all three of us have experience that. Totally, we think about that industry, and uh, I've always been kind of blown away while working here at the parallels of uh, music retail, music industry retail, and, uh, and what we do here. Yeah, and it's been interesting to kind of watch the developments in that world, and kind of apply them to what we deal with uh, in in the world of like mid tech manufacturing and, and in the knife world. And it's been kind of uh, weird to watch things happen, like guitar centers as a whole. The stores are very profitable, but sales of guitars are down significantly. Companies yeah. like Fender, companies like Gibson, companies that are manufacturers of, of guitars, by and large, are, yeah. are kind of hurting. We There's a few reasons for that. We totally were, yeah. yeah. But you see what what happens now, and like uh, back in our day, like uh, the company Fender, you know, a phenomenal brand, like um, was super heavily involved with GC, and uh, and that got kind of weird after a while, just because sales were down for. Uh, guitar, guitars as a whole category, right. and then like um, you know any company that does business in the music industry world works with Guitar Center. It's like where you want to be working with because they have two hundred and seventy stores huge. around the country. Yeah. You know, let alone their website. Exactly. Holy yeah. Crap. Yeah. You know, but then you've seen like uh, that industry kind of uh, kind of shuddering a little bit, yeah. kind of pulling back, and then you see things like right now Fender, you can buy direct. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because that's how this business model of, of CRK yeah. is. It's not it's not like anywhere else. We heavily push most of our product to our to our distributors, to our dealers direct. Yeah. And uh but you can also buy direct from us. Yeah. And it's an interesting kind of world both. to navigate. We do love both, but it's like um it's non typical in most 
places to have a model kind of like that. But I've seen things where other big companies shift for 30 years. Yeah. Like we've never shifted like one way or the other from like day one. We've worked with dealers and customers direct. And it's been like that for 30 years where you see a lot of companies, you know, 10 years, they switch to all dealers or they switch to all retailers, something like that. What's telling in the music world right now, that's happening a lot. And uh, it's kind of funny, not funny, but interesting to watch this from the perspective of where we work right now and kind of think of how these implications (laughs) would, uh, would apply to us at this company. You know, companies like uh, GK, Galley, and Kruger, my favorite bass amps. Uh, Bob, yeah. if you're listening, I play semi-professionally. You can sponsor me. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But you smoked recently, too. I did smoke one of those amps real yeah. bad. That's how hard you use it. That's all I'm going to say about it. No, it's unreal. I can't believe I broke it. Yeah. If you've seen it, you'd wonder if it had been through a war. <laughs> so you, uh, no, It's like not surprising and, that it did break. And that that's thing coming from beat, somebody that doesn't uh, like beat up. Not intentionally. Gear, yeah. No, I, mean, I don't like, like throw it around. Yeah, but it just. You're legitimate like wear and tear on that. No, and just slow like, in and out of shows. I've got friends, like musician friends, that are terrible with gear. Yeah, they just throw it around. Yeah, three weeks and they've broken something. It's no. like, dude, come on. No, I take care of it, yeah. you know. But like it, uh, yeah, man, I put. I don't even. I can't even guess how many hours. Dude. Over a thousand hours in that ample. How many notes have you put? Easy, through? dude. All the uh, notes. All every, every single every. one of them. Yeah. All twenty-one frets, huh? And you shred like I shred. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Look at you. Your fret counts, do you yeah, know? Learning, but yeah. Learning yeah. my uh, fret. But it's interesting frets. to watch. Like GK, uh, getting back to that. I mean, they shifted all of their sales. They used to uh, they used to sell everything to anybody like we do. Right. And they pulled out of distribution of most major retailers and work exclusively through one right now. It's just interesting to kind of watch like yeah. uh, a similar industry. I mean, if you think about it, we make luxury items. Right. No one needs an knife at this price point. Need right. is the word I'm using. Right. You yeah. know, nobody needs a guitar. Nobody needs a bass, but people want those things. Right. Then you have to kind of understand like where you fit in in that world because you have to be very appreciative and very humble to the people that are supporting you. Totally. Uh, and, and realize that that's a, it's a small market. It's a yeah. big mar- industry, but the market for your brand is small and you have yep. to be very intentional with what you think about and how you do it. And so it's, I've been kind of uh, blown away recently with watching these parallels in the music industry world, which is where I come from and know, right. uh, and, and see how they tie into this world, see what yeah. other manufacturers are doing, how they're kind of selling their stuff. And, and it's kind of, a, kind of a cool thing to kind of run through the filter of how we're thinking of this company. And the coolest thing that I found about like getting into the world of companies and looking at all this kind of stuff is, is there's no model that fits like every company. You know what I mean? You can't do sure. like, well, let's take the Fender model. Yeah. Like that never works, you know. Yeah. Honestly, but though, you get like a lot I, of insight to tricks that may well, or may Tim not work. Well, Tim knows this. Like I, I utilize that that as a, it's a bad example because I use that model a lot, you know. Right. Yeah, it's interesting that they've shifted it being kind of what we are, but we talk yeah. about things that we want to do really bad right. and things that uh, we're working towards. Now, no timeline, no one hold us to yeah. this by any means, but we would like to get to a place where we have factory customs, you know, yeah, how to build a customs, custom shop. We're, we've been looking at, like, how does Fender do that? And I talk about that all the time because, yeah, Fender has their production line and in the same exact building, I can tell you because I've been there, it's pretty sweet. And we want, we, I want to go there and we've been trying to go we there. Need to. Yeah, last time years. we were in California, it was yeah. closed for renovation or whatever, but and check in the same building, that. like, they have the internal different department that is the custom shop. And it's cool to, to kind of watch how those guys operate and what they do. Um, because it, it works like it works in that industry and we could tie those parallels here, but it's just funny. It takes a while. That ink is, it's solid. It's, Don't worry it's about not it. It's not like the ink, ink, yeah. it's not the ink that I'm worried about. It's like the, just the, the plasma. I'm actually shades. not really worried about anything. Cause this is going to melt it. Going That's going to melt it. Don't worry what about you it. Got there? Yeah. We got the end of this bottle of McKellen 15 that oh, came yeah. from Cali custom. Some oh, good stuff. Thank you to the fan page. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
uh, a couple of people that do hang out at the fan page. Some casuals. Okay. Thank you, whoever brought that for but us. But specifically, some special people that we were checking that with. Uh, Luke with Hinder podcast. Thank you. Yeah. I hope that you Thanks, become guys. a little bit more of a regular fixture. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd love to I don't know what part, you think yeah. about that. I'm all, I'm all about it. We could let him talk more. It would get He's really, just been sitting here like watching us talk forever. Really this polite. Whole time. Yeah. Really polite. It's a good yeah. scotch right there. It, it's not bad, man. Anyways. Sorry, you guys. Know, we digress I'm, here. I'm it's kind of cool, but uh, but yeah, Luke, man. It's fun to have so, you here chatting with us. Yeah, we're gonna, sure. we, all go, we all go way back is what we're trying to say here. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, some his, there's some history here. I'm, I'm just terrible about this whole microphone thing. So if I sound horrible on here, I'm, I apologize. I know better. Do we need to get like the headphone uh, master chief? Yeah, uh, for me that'd be better because I I'm, I'm fidgety. I have a hard time sitting still. You know, I have a. Do you know if the meat eater guys use those? They do. I think. Is that what I they think use? They do like saw... a headset kind of microphone. The Vortex guys, Vortex podcast. They the... they're running those. Yeah. Call them the master chief because it's literally like a. Yeah. What's that game? Like called? a pilot's like, uh, Halo. It's like an NFL coach's yeah. headset. Call and plays. Yeah. Oh, COD. Oh, okay. Well, it's Master like, Chief was a character. That right. Curtis. Dude, our boy Cord- Curtis Ivoto from uh, Spartan Blades. Did you know this? Apparently in like Halo 3 and or 4 or something like that, he is literally the guy that they stuck all the pointers on to be Master Chief running through like doors. He said he shot like stupid amount of thousands of rounds walking through buildings and like doorways and shit like that so that they could film all the little things they need to build Master Chief the character for Halo. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, but I've never played Halo. Yeah, I don't enough. play video games. So See, I'm with I have you. no idea what you're talking about. Hey that rock <laughs> that you live under, what's the address again? <laughs> Dude, get back up on that hill and fucking drop a turkey gobble out there. Turkey yeah. yeah. You know, no, uh cool. yeah, I do spend my time doing other things, yeah. But you know, if you like to play video games, you've seen enjoy. like the Master Chief guy, right? I don't know who that is. You've seen Halo. You know Halo the game. I know what the yeah. You've I know been the on game. Earth, right? The yes, main yes. dude from that, like with that the fancy hair, the green helmet with the cool. Yeah, that's the guy. Character. Okay. So if you imagine just like a dude that you control running through like rooms, yeah, it's Curtis. No, that's awesome. Yeah, isn't that pretty cool though? That's really cool. I just yeah I I just have no reference because I'm not a Halo player. I, will, now, I love you so sh- much for having this position. Maybe this I too. shouldn't have been on this podcast. <laughs> Didn't think we were gonna get into Halo. Well, it's funny is that like as if I, I like play a ton of video games because like I buy them and then I play them hard for like two weeks. Yeah. Never again. Yep. My wife is the one that picks up the slack. She's like, "Are you dude. gonna ever play? I want to watch you play." I'm like. That's why it's a gamer, dude. She is, dude. I'd married a dork. I, fi- I figured <laughs> it out awesome years dork, into it. I'm like, oh, you're a dork. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's the best dork I've ever it's known. It's great. No, yeah. it's great. She's I just got love some it. skills, man. Well, it's funny. The whole thing, like the reason that we bought a PlayStation 4, here's the reason. She uh, had this. She had a Fallout uh, app game for the Fallout Shelter uh, game on her iPhone, and she would play it. And, and she she's would in le- into legit games. That's just dude, crazy. She like would sit there and plan out. She had like a yellow okay. legal pad and would like kind of plan out what she was going to do before she even I started playing it. the game. Would like plan it out. And I was like, hey, you know, if you apply this energy anywhere else, you could make money. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Start a business, like do all these things, you know. But she's, it's funny. It's like funny the, we play games so, so differently. It's, it's hilarious. Right. I like I'm the guy that like, just goes in. I don't have any ammo. Kick the door down. Kill that guy. Get his ammo. I just like go. I don't mess around with it. It's just running. She's like, before I do my first mission, 
I'm gonna level up 700 times. So like, yeah, and then just come in and destroy. And she's like, basically yeah, like, like a done like a gangster <laughs> drug lord emperor empress of the video game world. Yeah. And it's like, oh well, that's one way to do it, I guess. It's, it's kind one of, funny. of those beautiful differences yeah. of of two yeah. people that decide to have their lives so close to each other. Dude, it's awesome. You know what I mean? It's so that's awesome. the coolest thing that I see about par- people pairing up and choosing people, choosing mates. Yeah, if you will. Yeah. Usually, there's this funny dichotomy in like the just who they are. There's an Ying and Yang. It's a very cool sure. thing about. Yeah. It. I'm a doer. I like he's that. a planner. You know, yeah. like, and that's where we have You're a lot both of issues. Doers, you'd be screwed. Oh, totally, dude. We wouldn't be hanging out. We'd be doing things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but it's funny. I was watching her play this like Fallout game on her app forever, and I was like, well, you know that that's a video game, right? Because back in the day, when I was way younger, I was playing on my PC. I loved Fallout. Yeah. Love. I still do. And she's like, well, yeah, well, I, I guess. And I was like, all right, cool. This is like around this time of year, actually. So I went out and bought a PlayStation and bought her Fallout. Oh, killer. And she started playing it. And literally, like, the first 10 minutes of it, she was like, this is like, I, I don't know if I can do this. It was, like, stressing her out. All these, like, monsters are, like, coming at her, doing all this stuff. And she was, like, kind of freaking out a little bit. And I'm like, dude, you can do this. Like, Did you give her, like, the yellow video, video, game. <laughs> video game? Here you go. And before I know it, she's seriously, like, gangster level status. Like, she, I couldn't, if, like, couldn't touch her at that game. Couldn't touch her at that game. It's funny. It's so funny. Like, I, I, play, I play video like, games. I play video, video games player. for ten minutes. Like I don't. I just don't have time. I get the too busy. The only video games I own right now, except for some like old, my sixty four and like some old games like that. You know, 007, Gold You want to play Golden? I'll slay you. Tad, and I have the world is not enough, which is even better. <laughs> you can have a four Debatable. rocket rocket launcher that you can either shoot single fire or all four at one time. Yeah, that's real life. Yeah. See, I just the video games. dude. Paris Brosman. See, I just go out and shoot the real thing, you know? See, that's the thing. So, okay, I'm getting off the... the, uh, I hate to just jump in here, but, yeah, it's just sometimes you look... You just want to shoot a real gun. (laughs) Well, have you ever shot a belt-fed machine gun? Uh, No. Well, I don't know. Answer for Luke, but I doubt it. No, I have not. No, we have... Fully automatic? Well, you guys get to do cool stuff. We do. <laughs> we got to bring you out to one of these things. Sorry to brag. That was at the Hinder 40th yeah. anniversary, 30th anniversary event. Yeah, I've got video of that and and Reeve shooting a belt-fed machine gun. That's so cool. Yet it, legend is Matt is quite the sniper too. Yeah, the stories have been told. Well, I don't know about that. Back when he had the man bun. Nowadays, I'm not sure. Oh yeah, so the so the you got rid of the man bun, so yeah. your skills are gone, right? Got a haircut. No, I still got them. They're they're stronger than ever. When it comes the, to well, shooting so the, things, the when, man, it to, when it comes to tactical things, you actually get better the shorter your hair gets. This is true. Like uh, we got long hair, it pulls away from those skills, and everyone yeah. thinks that too. They and they talk about that. Word on the street was that hinder of it. There was a shooting competition. Everyone was apparently talking a little shit behind my back. I was wearing these exact. Yeah. Tight black jeans at that yeah. event that night. He's describing uh, skinny jeans for They're all you folks jeans. out there. Well, yeah, Tim, Tim bought them for me. No, you bought me different jeans. <laughs> they look good, dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> but apparently, everybody was like, "I'll get a load of this guy. Here we go." Because <laughs> I had at the time a man bun. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of it. Okay. They didn't and have some uh, dude from some skinny jean wearing. I got some. Idaho, I got front. I got Idaho dude. You know, my brother's balding, as we talked about earlier. So because I can grow my hair long, I do it for him. Yeah, you got good long hair. Too. He's got to live vicariously through you. Well, also yeah. he has to for your brother. Yeah, for Mike. Yes. For yeah, it's the only, hair. It's family. I know? do this for Mike. <laughs> I live That's what him. you're running on. No, oh, well, sure. Yeah, I'll take it. The point is, people were talking some shit that this guy in skinny jeans with the man bun, here you he goes, shooting a gun. And it was I funny. And Mark it. Carey from Spartan was like, okay, this is a 10-22. And you put, I'm like, I know. I you know. take your first shot and hit the egg first, and he literally sets down his Diet Mountain Dew, like finishes the swig, looks over, and he's just like, 
big old smile like holy crap you guys you know how to shoot yeah and we all start laughing it was like long story short i finished fourth place out of like 30 dudes and lost and to a nypd harbor patrol dude yeah fucking Lord. i think we've actually covered this on the podcast we might have. but Sorry. It's still it's good. Dude. It was yeah. Good. I haven't got through all the podcasts yet. So we're only six episodes yeah. into it. We're already repeating <laughs> we're only ourselves. Two in, so yeah. we're giving we're busting Mike's balls. But yeah, Luke over yeah. here, our guest, has been two in, which yeah. is fine. It's better than no in. Though. It is. It is hundred yeah. percent better. So okay. So my question for you. Um, so Luke, you hunt just about every weekend that you can get out when it's feasible. Not right. not every weekend, you know, but. Uh, you know, if it's, you know, deer season, you know, then right. I try to. You know, like, I try you keep to. track of it pretty much every season as it's rolling through. Yeah, yeah. The, the, in the local hardcore. area, right? Yeah, yeah I for try. For waterfowl quite a bit and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I try to be as hardcore as I, as life will let me. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, every but, weekend you can, right? Yeah, I try, and, I try and keep busy all year. You know, if it's uh, hunting, fishing, or I just got into trapping this year. So, yeah. you know, just I'm something. to see what that brings up. And we'll find out. I just went and bought a ton of traps. Um, and have they've not snapped on my fingers yet? So yeah, so you. Yeah. So I'm really excited that you know you're doing probably what 95 percent right and five percent wrong on that on the traps. Yeah, like aren't you supposed to get at least one finger in your trapping career to know what? what oh yeah, going I on? think I think you got to pay your dues. You got to bust a finger at some point. It's like but... somebody that's worked in a knife company has never cut themselves. You know yeah, I, mean? I haven't cut myself I'm here like, yet though. Yeah, but like a couple weeks in, he comes in with this giant like bandage and yeah, everything. That, that's neither yeah. here nor there. But man, yeah, that was know. a bad cut. That was. I actually good, had yeah. to get stitches for that one. That was a pro soldier, wasn't it? No, that was actually um, a non CRK knife. Yeah, so, oh, that was your problem. Detent yeah, wasn't strong. Exactly. Yeah. It, was <laughs> a, it was a fixed blade too. Yeah, <laughs> there's a little kydex Detent mishap. Detent on the kydex, right? Yeah, kydex mishap there, but no, it was yeah. a, it was a stupid user error. You know, yeah. it's a learning lesson, but I think you got to yeah. cut yourself a few times to oh, know how to handle them right. You know, sometimes right. you get too comfortable with. As long as knives. you're not li- missing limbs, I don't care how many times you cut yourself. Now, when you start missing limbs or like have some serious health problems, then I'm going to be like, dude, you yeah, should yeah. probably stop cutting yourself. Yeah. Start like cutting like, your fingers. You got to become a machinist, apparently. Apparently. You know, Those are the ones that I trust, is a digit. I'll never do that again. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Just don't put your finger in there. So what's, what, what's the next hunt you're going on? Uh, you, right now we're in waterfowl, so I'll probably go out uh, you know, here soon, uh, yep. try and uh, get on some uh, ducks and geese. Yeah, yeah. Don't. And uh, maybe set a few traps out, too, for some, uh, see what's up. some little critters. Gotcha. So we'll see what's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's uh you know right now it's you know the Christmas holiday season so it's a little it's a little hard to get out sometimes. They like get busy and yeah. slow down at the same time. Like yeah, I feel it's like true. our personal world or like what you the endeavors you want to do slow down and then your life gets really busy. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a dick move season. to take a duck from his family right before the holidays too. <laughs> but those ducks are so tasty. Dude, but if you're going to bring a duck to your family for the holidays, that's another like great endeavor. It's true. It's double-edged sword, man, life and death. Wow. I mean, as far as I know, Matt's not an anti-hunter. No, I'm not. I, yeah. no. I hunt. Yeah. yeah. Two chuckers, one shot. <laughs> Told you that story, right? No. No. I didn't tell you guys this story. No, tell us a good story. No, was this, Connelly, was this intentional? Uh, kind of. Yeah, I was shooting at these birds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's a beautiful bird in Idaho called the chucker, and right. it is naturally occurring in a lot of places, but we were out in the Owyhees, the Oolite. Uh, Owyhee Mountain Range, which is about uh, 40 minutes south of Mountain Home. Be careful you're not giving away a hunting spot. Oh, yeah, be, get out there. Be, be careful there. Care. Huh? See if I care. 
Pertinier, give it away there, uh, bud. Get out there. Everyone, we'll have the uh, GPS coordinates in the show notes. Idaho's a beautiful state. And if you haven't hung out in the Owyhee Mountain Range, uh, which is the southern like uh, mountain range in Idaho, it's I guess gorgeous. it would be the, uh, the, the westernmost mountain range in Idaho. And the Owyhee Idaho. River goes through that, right? Uh, Snake River is Snake the, River in that, in that area. Right. I was yeah. telling Marissa the other day, I was like, I swear to you, why? But that mountain range there? runs from like the mountain home area <laughs> all the way up through like Nampa, Caldwell. It, it's like the essentially the uh, westernmost part of our state. It's a beautiful yeah. mountain range. It's where Aaron Connolly grew up hunting with his dad. Right. You can get like Good mule deer out there, too. ram out there. Like it's just unreal. The hunting out there is just it's right. crazy. Elk are huge out there. Like right. it's, it's a pretty cool spot. Anyways, we were out uh, hunting chuckers. He had his, uh, Aaron has a dog named uh, Trigger, Gunner, one of the two. Trigger. Trigger. Yeah, I think one. it's Trigger. Trigger. It's Trigger. A new one, it's right? Trigger. Beautiful dog. Yeah, a wire hair Griffon. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful awesome. dog. That dog's yeah. just a little bit younger than Cece. Exactly. By a couple months. Yeah. It's a great upland dog. So first and foremost, let's just throw it yeah. out there. Like, uh, bird dogs, like, it's it's unreal when you get a purebred dog, like, how tuned in they are yeah. to things. Like, this dog would be freaking out and losing his mind and, and sent, like running around, and he would smell a single feather on a sagebrush. Jesus. This is like a high desert kind of area. It's not uh, like forested, like, right. like real heavy wooded area. It's it's beautiful high desert. It's like kind rolling of, hills to sharp mountains. Yeah. Kind of. A lot of tumbleweed, yeah. stuff like that. But Brush. steep hills, steep mountains and stuff yeah. and you're walking around. Anyways, we were out checker hunting and it's kind of cool because it's a very much an auditory thing. Like like they refer to them as checkers because the sound they make is kind of like that. Yeah. You hear them like That's in the distance. Noise. Yeah, it's a weird ne- sound. And as I was taught by Aaron Connolly, because I'm not like the, I'm not a Luke Mead, I'm not some outdoors like beast, you know. Uh, it's kind of cool. Like we were out there in the in the, in the fall time, and and uh, they will basically be within a mile of a water source. And so if there's not water around, you've got to go to where water is. Right. And generally speaking, in that in those places, you'll find them. them. Yeah. But you're driving around, and it's kind of loud. Your tires going over everything. You're listening. Everything you do like makes a little crunching. Noise. Totally. And you're listening really hard as you're driving for like for the sound. And we, yeah. we found the spot, got into some chuckers. Okay, so we we're walking around with a dog. He's out there flushing him out, doing his thing. I and we, you and went we're getting hunting with Trigger. Yeah, dude, it was Sorry. awesome. I'll, I'll, yeah, Facebook can confirm, you guys. Uh, I don't post anything, but Aaron does sometimes, and there's a post right. with our harvest. From, we got like five or six that day. The luck of the draw was this: uh, the birds were kind of flushing on my side. We were walking together. I'm not going to dick Cheney, my best friend, and blow his head off. <laughs> so I want to see it too. Yeah, I so know what really happened there. So by I'm the way. very cognizant of where my barrel is at all times, as you should be when you hunt, as a responsible gun person. Um, but basically the luck of the draw was when these birds were flushing, they were like on my side of the, you know, of, right. the, of the game and I ended up getting, I think more birds than Aaron did that day. Uh, but I had a hundred percent accuracy rate. Now I missed one shot. So how did I do that? Well, let me tell you, I shot two birds with one bullet. So you mean shot? Trigger. How do you get a I, Didn't I say shot? You said bullet. Oh, I'm just okay. being that guy that's uh, going to. Wait, I missed that. Wait, what? Shotgun shells. It's shot. Yeah. It's shot. Shotguns don't shoot bullets. Well, they shoot shot. Excuse I got you. me. Have I you got ever you. had a with one shot? A slug. What is that? A slug. Yeah, but what happens when you throw a slug into one of them birds? It explodes. <laughs> you <laughs> basically, like you're not out there with slugs. You're first fine, of all, you're <laughs> finding feathers. First of all, <laughs> you'd have to be an epic shot. Second of all, if you go to the same spot a year later in time and space, it'll explode Just out of there. Like, it doesn't. It leaves the universe at that point in time. But it's like a bird firework. Yeah. One uh, <laughs> triggers out there, flushes the birds up. The first one's going. I'm leading on that one. And there's a second bird behind it. And as I'm leading the first one, the second one turns on the afterburners. Boom, like shoots them forward. Yeah. I pull the trigger. Boom. And I hit two birds. At That's the same awesome. Time. 
That's I couldn't cute. believe it. I was like, what? Like, and it, yeah. this isn't like this two was drop out of the air. Luck of the draw. Yeah, luck of the draw. But I was shooting for the first one. The second one just happened to speed up and wanted to die too. And uh, yeah, I shot. Boom, they both fall out of the sky. One was kind of flopping around, triggers on it, gets that taken care uh, of. And I looked over at Aaron. Did you see that? He's like, you I fucking can't believe that. <laughs> I was like, so I guess the real question is did you shoot more than him? I did that day. By one? No, no, no. Okay. By a couple. <laughs> By a couple. But again, like, Aaron's a really, right. Aaron's a killer yeah. shot, dude. Like, yeah. I, I would sit here and t- like tuck my game up. But, dude, he learned from his dad, right. who could shoot a coyote at 200 yards running, no problem at all. Like, there's that's, many, that's, many That's stories. a hard shot. Yeah. It was a phenomenal trap That's a hard too. shot. That's yeah. what you got to get yeah. together with him. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, he did his dad would trap all the time. All, like, the canals in Nampa, Idaho, right. getting muskrat and bobcats and coyotes and right. like every winter he would just trap all the time he was very ethical and outdoorsman conservationist yeah. very good guy for all the unbelievers out there like yeah because so i've said it to a couple people i'm like i'll reference you yeah my buddy's like getting into trapping and there's this funny switch where people are like oh that like people that are down with hunting but like aren't they don't know where they stand on trapping yeah it's it's a hard one for it's people. funny i'll watch yeah. it in their eyes like do you have to yeah that's cool. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah, it is cool. It's not for everybody, I'll tell you that. No. You know, it really isn't. But uh Well the thing that's funny about this stuff is like I got rock chucks that need to be taken care of, so I think it's really cool. I yeah. got you covered, dude. It's not from Set up line. the Reeve trap line. Yeah. What we need is a uh thirty magnification scope on the old pellet gun. It's not ethical. Pellet gun? <laughs> that ain't <laughs> ethical. <laughs> No, twenty-two. You go twenty-two at least. The very yeah. least. Yeah, I got. I I can't be shooting that twenty-two in that direction that I need to. I got people behind it. Well, that's, that's where the, the that's where traps come in. Yeah. See, traps. We'll talk. We'll talk after this and podcast. We we'll got some, some rock check problems. The point is, so it's funny. Yeah. People get kind of freaked out by that stuff, but mostly people that get into trapping are like the one percent of the one percent of the one percent. Like, Seriously. but they're like. So you're Bernie Sanders. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're the. Uh, they're usually the most ethical like conservationists yeah. out there. Like people don't get into that like in dabbling. Like they're already no, hunters. They they're already into like outdoors. But it's funny because people think like, well, you don't have to go trap something. Like, no, you don't have to. Yeah. But like a it does help. Supermarket. There are like rodents and things you can trap and make money on with their pellets on the side and, and help yeah. farmers out and people out or whatever. Uh, was it a mountain lion or a cougar? It's going for forty five bucks. Coyote. Coyotes. Coyotes right Coyote. now, anywhere from 35 45 bucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Which, Which isn't bad. Look, it's not bad. We and got a ton of them around here. So. Yeah, like there's easier way. To, yeah. Like you can make more money on a podcast. I get it versus the amount of effort. But the that's thing that's cool. funny, though, yeah. is it's like not easy. Coyotes yeah. it's are not. ninjas, dude. No. They, they're, those ears, man. Like they hear you from a mile away. Like I know what my border collie can, and my cat can hear like, yeah. in my house and like yeah. flipping when your whole world is about not being eaten mm-hmm. and you're out for survival and you've you've gone through four seasons and all that kind of stuff, like, your ears are another level. Dude, they're unreal. You know? Like, coyotes are not easy to shoot, let alone get to go where you want them to go. Like, they're, right. they're smart animals, man. Man, we should almost give a shout-out to uh, some other podcast talking about coyotes. Yeah, you yeah. Know? do it. You know, Joe Rogan had Dan Flores on. I told you about uh, that one, right? Yeah, listen yeah. to that, and then uh, I was like, that's a really, really cool. I think I've heard parts of that one. I yeah, Dan had a one. yeah. He he was on uh, the Meat Eater podcast with okay. with Steve Ranella. Yeah. Um, 
great, fantastic. It was one of the best listens I've ever had. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Matt Fabby, for making me listen to that. Yeah. Because I thought That's, it would be boring. Yeah. But I literally had my mind blown on yeah, Coyote I love Facts. A good podcast. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, like that one was interesting because like there was a time that people were trying to like eradicate coyotes from certain parts of the country. Yeah. And they talk about like when you huh. when you're in the desert at sunset and you hear them yipping, yip, 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 like doing their thing. Yeah. It's in a weird way. It's a biological kind of a roll call. Yeah. And when they stop they having in. the responses they need, huh. their body, their genome, like, kicks into overdrive. Right. And they can have litters, like, rapid fire. Yeah, they start And so going in and trying to, like, kill them actually has the adverse effect of having more births and more born, more litters, more So often. if you could almost contain them and not get, and get them to, like, not re- reproduce as fast, that's how you would get the, the population to die. You I know, know what I mean? I, couldn't really I don't know. That. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I guess. There's yeah, no I'm not a biologist. If you contain them, you know, then, the, then the yips like they would have not to still be there. You'd have to have some sort of thing of like slowing reproduction, but keeping the old age around. Yeah, I don't know. Or having them die of old age. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, if you I'm guys are, if you guys want to like learn that. a lot about coyotes, listen to those two podcasts. They're going to no do it a lot about. better than we are explaining. <laughs> it's mind blowing. Yeah, I I couldn't regurgitate it. Like the complexity of that ecosystem is like is you would think it's kind of a simple thing. Oh, there's too many of these dogs. Let's kill them. Like no, not even close. Like it's. That was a. That, those are really it cool. Fascinating. Yeah. It was fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, and people too, think too that it's like this yeah. thing where it's like, oh, you're out there killing innocent animals. Like, dude, animals are ninjas. No, and you need... go out there and try to kill a deer. Like, I've <laughs> gone out hunting for deer many times. Yet to put my tag, they are ninjas, dude. Like, right. it's not easy. Like, the fact that you have a gun that can shoot hundreds of yards right. is kind of the only advantage you have. Like, <laughs> yeah, in your brain, because you're like less good at hearing, less good at seeing, smelling, like stalking. You're huffing and puffing, walking up this hill, getting to the top of it, and a deer, like a baby deer, is like. And like over the top yeah, of it, like gone. nothing. Like no problem. Yeah. Bambi yeah. out of there, smoking yeah. you. Like it's not even funny. Well, and you had a bear sneak up on you last year, two years ago. Yeah, you let's see. Bud? This was uh, two years, sixteen, right? This was two or three, two or three years ago. Right. Two, two, three years ago. I'm trying to remember. No, I was not long. 18, 17, 16. It was sixteen, or I think fall. 16, yeah, you were like here. Yeah. What are you it was, about? This was right before I started. So two Doesn't years. Doesn't matter ago. when yeah. it happened. No, you're right. Yeah, it's two years yeah, ago. Yeah. Okay. Fall 16, I'm going to call Fall 16, yeah. <laughs> you have a little yeah, 2016. We a, yeah, we were calling bears. Right. My buddy was calling bears. He's, he does a really good uh, uh, vocal predator call. So okay. he, he's a voice caller. He doesn't use. Right. You know, store bought calls. Highly impressive to me. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Shit goes like, yeah, I mean, he can, he can rip. VoIP? VoIP? My voice over. Oh, like. Go ahead. No, he uses his voice. Matt, Matt's right. being a, being a comedian. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> oh, he's just a fantastic Swing call. He does a great turkey call. Does a yeah. really good predator call. And yeah, yeah he was. Uh, we were we got on a bear, and he called a bear in to. I kid you not, ten yards. Yeah, came and up behind you, right? Yeah, I had to draw on the on the bear. I didn't have a tag at the time, right? But I thought I was going to be a snack. Yeah. So, and you run a bear handgun, right? I do. Yeah, a ten mil Glock. Yeah, souped up ten millimeter. Yeah, Glock twenty. Yeah, it's a it's a fun gun, yeah. kind of. I mean, I'm sure it's it's fun after it's it's fun till you finish that first magazine and, and you're like, all right, cool. yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, it's got some snap to Spend it. Another twenty minutes putting putting more bullets in, and then we'll let her sit. Yeah, and then you pull the nine millimeter out and have some fun. You know? Right. <laughs> but hold on, tell the story. Sorry. So you guys yeah, call it. That. Yeah, you call. So calling, yeah, so he's calling, ripping calling. a he's ripping a predator call. It sounds like a uh, you know a wounded rabbit or something like that. Right. You know, and uh, but you guys had seen this bear earlier in the day, right? Yeah. So kind of saw it and kept. You were out hunting for deer, but he had a bear tag. Yeah. So what we were out scouting actually. We were. It yeah. was. Uh, this was. Uh, uh, I guess 
this was probably pre-archery season, and we were scouting for deer, and bear season was open. He had a tag. Okay. We saw a ta- we saw a bear on the road, and we were like, okay, well, we can't shoot it here. So right. we got out and kind of started, you know, just checking him out, right. checking her out, as we found out later. Okay. And black she, bear, right? Black bear. Yep. Right. She darted up the uh, up this uh, you know rocky ridge, and okay. we're like, okay, cool. Now it's now it's legal. We can't see her, so we hike up, you know, maybe time, six, yeah. seven, eight hundred yards up this uh, this ridge, and he starts calling, and he calls for you know maybe. 15, 20 minutes or so, half hour. Right. It's tough. The time always changes more Dude, to tell the stories. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's it shifts. It was right. under an it. hour. Let me put it that way. Yeah. And um, he's calling, he's calling, nothing, nothing. Um, I look over to, you know, ask him, you know, like, hey, you know, we want to get back to maybe scout for some deer, you know. Yeah. I don't have Which a bear direction tag. Which go here, yeah. And I turn around. There's that bear 10 yards away. It triangulated us and... It's crazy how they do that. They're just know? curious. They're yeah. curious little critters, and they, you know, they want to see what's going on. So, and, uh, what are you saying? It was, was kind of like in like almost pounce mode. Like it was yeah. So out. picture like a was... picture a house cat when it's like you know, you know, down on all fours, like ready to pounce on something. You right. Know? It, that's what it looked like, and this was a younger, you know, female bear. So it was probably you know, it wasn't huge. It wasn't uh, right. over three hundred pounds. Okay, that's um, just gonna ask how big was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not exactly. Yeah, we could easily carry it down, or not easily, but, but yeah. we we both got it down off the hill without right. uh, gutting her right there. Too much effort. So you look this, over, and this thing's ten yards away. Yeah, so I pull out my. You immediately shoot yourself. <laughs> I would, dude. I pull out. I pull out my handgun uh, for you know precaution. Right. Because I I just see a bear, you know, right. And my buddy had his back to this bear. So there's, the, there's that thin gray line between like not having a tag and then like having it stay alive. Yeah. Right. Having yeah, a and tag it's tagging your toe in the you know, we, Right. And I didn't want to take that shot because I was like, you know, he's got the tag, you know. Right. This would only be a self defense shot. And I've got to, yeah. I got to push it as long as possible. So yeah. I kind of kick at him. He, he realizes it's there, jumps up, does the, you know, the whole arm wave right. and, you know, screams, Which ah, is the way to go. You know? And that bear jumps back maybe, you know, 20, 30 yards, and then yeah. he just takes it real clean with a rifle, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a instantaneously down, wow. really ethical, clean kill. Um, huh. Bear didn't feel a thing. So yeah. Yeah. it was... Uh, like, that's the way to do it, you know. And she was good. She tasted yeah. so good. It was a, That was some good meat, too. Yeah. Yeah, she was eating... We, we caught her in eating berries, so, you know, it was a yeah. spring bear. Yeah. Eating berries, it was tasty. It was really yeah. good. Did you guys do much with, the, like, the fat and everything? Or it was, was probably not much fat on that bear. You know, I'm not entirely sure what happened with the fat. My buddy, it was his bear. Right. He, he he shot it, so I'm not sure what ended up with that. all that. I just, you know, I got to have a couple bear burgers and yeah. bear breakfast sausages later on, Part of which was really good. Payment of packing out, right? Yeah, yeah, like that, exactly. Yeah. You know, you there's still a little bear blood in my Jeep, too. So Yeah. <laughs> Luke used to run a, a Jeep Cherokee like a real man until he got a bigger truck than mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. You're only a real man if your car's smaller than mine, and then and then you become a real real man. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. The nah, Dodge is cool stuff. though. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a fun truck, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun truck, dude. I remember you telling us that story. Just like, wait, what? You shot a bear? Cool. Well, I didn't. I well, was I just mean, along for. Yeah, I was right. along for the ride. Right. You know, yeah. it was one of those things. Yeah. 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 You saved but, your life. That's what you did. Potentially. Yeah. One could. Or your buddy yeah. saved your life. Well, that bear would have gone down. You I spotted wouldn't. it, though. Have yeah, you been true that. If I had a tag, it would have been my bear. 
but uh, I didn't Absolutely. have a tag at the time. You know, yeah. so. Would you would have shot it with the handgun? Absolutely. If you had that tag? Yeah, that close. Down right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. 10 yards, man. Yeah. Yeah, 10 yards. That's nothing. On yeah. 10 mil? Yeah, this and this has a you know, a you got the Z barrel on that or the K. I've got a lone wolf barrel. Lone wolf barrel. That's Shout right. out to yeah. Idaho made manufacturers. You know, right. uh, didn't up. Zev point point you that direction too? No, no, I. Uh, that's a different gun. All oh, right, I've got a Glock twenty seven that uh, I've got a KKM barrel in there. Yeah, it's that KKM. Yeah, I was about. And yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they 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 hit me to those guys. So yeah, but yeah, but this is uh, this is in my uh, Glock twenty, which is right. in ten millimeter. So yeah. yeah. It's a fun gun, man. <clears throat> two gun. That's two sweet guns, too. It's a big one and a small one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm definitely a Glock guy. So Yeah, you are. Yeah. Love, love my Glocks. Get my little Glock 19. It's a great gun. Yeah, yeah, great gun. Yeah. And we got to Wilsonize your Beretta. Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny, growing up, like, that Beretta model was, like, what I loved. I just loved, like, the aesthetic of it. All my G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe dudes, mm-hmm. like, you know, when I back when I played with G.I. Joes. Yesterday? They all had. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Still got them. True story. Tim has a whole tub of Legos in his office. Yes, I do. He uses them as fixtures. Fixtures. They're not perfect. But these guys have walked in on me, like pulling like little figures out. But when you have Darth Vader in the laser, (laughs) that's not for the fixture. You know, that's uh, he's making sure the force is in check. (laughs) Right. Need some management up in this laser. Yeah. No, nah, that's anyway, cool fun stuff, fact. man. That's yeah. cool. The bread is cool. I, I, I really want to get that into Wilson, though. That'd be yeah. a cool thing. Their aftermarket mods for those are unreal. Well, I've heard TLC. from a lot of guys where it's like that goes from a production handgun right. to like a competition grade handgun with a few, you know, few weeks right. at that factory. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's good stuff. Right. Well, shoot, we probably should get to wrapping it up here. We're, yeah. we're getting close to seven o'clock. That was kind of our goal. Yeah. PM, not in center time. I don't Boom. know what time you guys listen to this, but yeah. But no, it's been cool. We, we just wanted to get out there and. and Put a little something out there. Introduce Luke. He'll hang out with us every once in a while. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This we'll is, let you talk more next time. We just keep blabbering over here like like we always do. But um, <laughs> man, we're often. probably not going to have much going on for the holidays. And so to everyone listening to this, uh, you know, Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy happy holidays. Happy New Year. Hanukkah. 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 Kwanzaa, if you're Tim. Kwanzaa. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's the most wonderful time of year outside of beautiful summertime weather if you're so asking like me every other month that i like way better than december i love the holidays <laughs> until about january 2nd and then once yeah. the holidays go away and, and the cold weather sets in i just would rather springtime yeah. or have it be spring i just like january better because i feel more productive in january like december the amount like you're 60 percent productive in anything you're trying to do in your life that's how speak i speak for yourself son huh? no well, shoot. The point is, happy holidays, happy new year. Yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, I mean, for everything, for for us, for the company, it's been a phenomenal year, and we're looking right. forward. We have a lot of really, really cool plans for next year. Cool things we're introducing at Shot Show, the Vegas Custom Show. Um, yeah. We'll be out in Blade Nuremberg. Show is going to be big. Blade Show is going to be huge. That's yeah. where the that's where we're saving up all of our pennies for. Is, is what we're going to do at Blade Show. It's going to be pretty cool stuff. We yeah. can't say much about it, but stay tuned. And Pinda out to. Uh, the German crowd out there at Iwa, which would be cool. Totally. Long totally. awaited. You know, yeah. So be, we brought that at a Blade Show this last year, so it would be cool to take it out to Germany and see what Show everybody in person. Everybody, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've got a couple that we've sent out to them and yeah. uh, the more coming. But, yeah. Now, it's, uh, we got a, a couple a couple months of shows in preparation that we're doing. But, uh, man, to anybody that's uh, that's a uh, CRK fan and, and everything, we, we appreciate the support over this last year especially. It's been yeah. it's been a great year for us, and we, we're really, really excited about where we're at where we're able to be with Luke's hard work on yep. getting our inventory and planning under control, 
our hard work on the front of house, getting that kind of mm-hmm. under control. And we're working it from both sides, and, and we're getting to mm-hmm. a point where I think it, next year we're going to start really uh, – And a massive amount of hard work of just, like, the production crew yeah. getting stuff, like, knives out the door every month. I mean – I think 2019 go was going to be a is going to be a big year for us. You know, we're yeah. kind of uh, getting our internal, uh, you know, issues and struggles kind of worked out and, and pushed through, and, and it's going to be a big one for us. But man, this wouldn't happen at all without all you guys that uh, that listen to uh, to this podcast, all, all ten of you, and and to the people that uh, that joking. buy this stuff we every year. Literally have more than like ten listeners. Do we? Okay, yeah. cool. It's nice. I don't like it's to nice look because I get that. A, I don't want my ego to get all heated. You know, it's I'll pretty easy. All right, tell me off air so I don't, uh, you know, so people don't hear my head go explode. But. Oh my God, people love us. <laughs> no, it's kind of funny though. Like, Christopher got an email. was like, Is this the same app from the podcast? I was like, Well, well yeah. Here I am. Can, the one and only. Uh, what can yeah. I do you for? Episode no. five got 393 plays, dude. Dang. It's not bad. It's not Our bad. Total plays is 1.7K. Total plays of five episodes so far. Dude, that's almost like one Knife Nights podcast. We're getting there, dude. Yeah. We're getting there. Average plays is 338, dude. Well, the sad part is 138 of those averages are my mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom. Anyways, Hi, mom. we appreciate the shit out of you guys, and uh, and we'll be hanging out more. We've got a lot of really cool stuff happening early next year for the podcast, so, so stay tuned and, and keep listening. But, uh, but yeah. Upcoming Shot Show is, is going to be another episode here soon. And then, a couple, uh, yeah. I got this cool little knife today, this, this Koenig uh, Mini Goblin with the... Uh, the black and red carbon fiber killer knife. I'll, I'll speak rad. more about it later, but I'm um, hoping to, uh, and I'm, I'm going to say this on air to, to try and bust their balls, but I'm going to try and get, uh, we're, we're working on Bill and Krista from Koenig Knives on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, they're down. We just got to work out of time. So that'll be your next I'm year. I'm hoping yeah. when we get this launch, Bill, it'll set a fire in their ears. <laughs> totally. Totally. But you guys are awesome, and uh, and uh, yeah, the uh, the Think Twice Cut Once podcast at gmail.com. Send us more questions, more things to talk about. Yep. Uh, criticism, uh, put attention Tim in the email because I'm sure it's going to be there. Yeah, so. let me know. Let me know. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Stop banging the and, uh, Let's get out of here. Let's, get, let's blow All this right. joint. All right, cool. Bow, wow, bow, wow, bow, wow.